When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Yes, the All Blacks against uh, Argentina. It is a feast of rugby tomorrow afternoon. International rugby quality stuff as well and there's a lot of NPC action on too. So it's uh, right across Sky on a number of channels. Uh, but it's certainly uh, tomorrow night uh, around about 7.45, slightly later time for us old fellas. Um, it's the All Blacks against Argentina uh, at Christchurch, of course, Orange Theory Stadium, and calling the action as uh, he has uh, been doing for a number of uh, decades now. I was going to say years, a number of decades. It's uh, Grant Nisbet. Nisbet, good morning to you. G'day, Smithy. Yeah, nice to catch up with you. Um, South Africa, uh, you've been back for a little while now, but uh, your reaction to that, uh, that second performance in particular, was there a sort of a sigh of relief around the group? Oh, yeah, no question about that. I mean, they were really disappointed the way they played, I think, in uh, in Nelspruit. Um, they were well beaten on the day, and I think Foster was uh, obviously under a lot of pressure, but he was also brave enough to make a couple of changes significantly in the front row um, and, and bring in relative newcomers and De Groot and Lomax, which was a really big call against the Springbok team that obviously prides itself on its uh, efforts up front. And uh, to make those changes, to bring Shannon Frizzell in, um, hard ball-running player, and also, of course, to bring Richie Moonga into the number 10 jersey. Four big calls, really, and boy, did it work. Having said that, you know, with 10 minutes to go when the Springboks hit the front, I thought, oh, no, here we go again. But, boy, did the All Blacks finish over the top, and those, um, those two late tries by Havili and Scott Barrett really sealed a fantastic win. So... It was one of the better ones, Smithy. I've been around a wee while, and uh, I'd have to say um, it was one of the better ones. It is interesting, too, and you raise a very good point there because those last 12 minutes have sort of uh, dampened the fire. Um, They've confirmed that Ian Foster will stay in his job, uh, but it it, it is only 12 minutes at the end of the day, and as you say, it could have gone easily gone the other way, um, you know, with Bowden Barrett in the bin as well. It just... It just seemed to be on a, uh, on so much of a knife edge. But all of a sudden we go into this test match and there's a relative calm about it. Is that because it's Argentina? Well, I think, yeah, there is an element of that. There's no doubt about that. You know, I mean, Argentina did beat us a couple of years ago and I think they showed in their home series against the Wallabies that they're going to be highly competitive. But, um, yeah, look, it's, you, you never quite regard Argentina as one of the big boys, if you like. And if this was a test against, say it's another test against Ireland or the Springboks, um, we might be still a little bit on the nervous side. But I think it showed the fitness of the All Blacks. I had the feeling that, you know, the, the Springboks had got it wrong with their 6-2 combination because they lost the back very early in both test matches, which put real pressure on 
on the bench um, and they made subs really early. So the blokes who came on um, came on early enough to be by the end of the game pretty knackered. Um, I think we used our bench a lot better. I think we have a, a better fitness base than, uh, than certainly the Springboks. And I think that's the reason we got over the top of them. I, I wasn't confident, but how can you be confident when you, you know, you're at a place like Alice Park with 65,000 screaming South Africans and you've just found yourself um, behind and with a man in the bin? But they showed tremendous resolve, didn't they? They did, absolutely. And uh, the old adage, it's uh, an 80-minute game or 80-plus these days, but certainly uh, came to fruition there. Um, look, uh, are we now uh, in a situation where uh, we have a, an in Fozzie trust, we trust attitude, or is it an in uh, Fozzie, Jason and Joe, we trust attitude? Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, it's it, it's a it's a pretty solid coaching team now, isn't it? I mean, Ian Foster's record still doesn't read all that well. Let's be honest about it. I think seventeen wins, eight losses, and one draw, which doesn't compare with um, you know some of the All Black coaches we've had over the years, but. I honestly think that the hard part of the season is behind us now, to be honest. I, I think uh, three tests against Ireland, who are right up there in the world rankings, two at home against the Springboks, um, it sort of makes you feel as if uh, two matches here against Argentina, home and away against the Wallabies, and then the Northern Tour, it makes it look a little easier. Um, I, I guess, looking ahead, probably the test against England at Twickenham in November is looming as the hardest one to win because it always is. But look, I think the hard, I think the hard part of the season is behind us now, and and um, you know we just have to be um, careful that we don't become uh, too complacent about it all because you know Argentina are certainly a threat. There's no doubt about that. But I'd be mightily surprised if they tested us to the point of even beating us. Talking about um, selection this week and, and talk about showing the faith, I, I don't think of uh, well, I, I don't think I've seen that many uh, or that lack of change uh, in an All Black uh, Test uh, side from Test to Test for quite some time. No, look, he had to reward the blokes who did the job. Um, as I said, he made significant changes, even though there were only four of them. They were significant and in very significant positions. You know, the two props, the number six and the number ten. I think he had to show faith in the blokes who um, who fronted for him at Alice Park and also the bench, of course, who are very significant these days. And, of course, the only change there is that Bowden Barrett's not available, so Stephen Petterfit uh, makes his uh, test debut, which is, um, which is going to be great when he finally gets on. But I think he had to show the faith, no doubt about that. And, um, you know, you, you really have to roll your best team out in a test match like this OK, if they win tomorrow night, he probably will make changes for Hamilton the following week. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm never a fan of changing it just for the sake of changing it. You put your best team out there and go for it. It's a test match. Any players under pressure still, Nisbo, from your point of view? Have they, have, now that Mwanga is confirmed uh, back in this week as well, Barrett is out injured, of course, but have they solved the 10 issue or is that ongoing? Oh, I think they've sold it in the short term. Um, look, I, I was really impressed the way Richie Moonga played at Ellis Park. I've, I've never been totally convinced that he stepped up at the highest level. We all know how good he was at Super Rugby level, but you know he's he's playing his 38th Test match uh, tomorrow night, and he's never really dominated in a Test match against a significant opponent. But he certainly did at Ellis Park. So I think for the moment 
that argument is is null and void. Uh, and Bowden Barrett will somehow have to fight his way back. And he's he's a fantastic player, Bowden Barrett, no doubt about that. He may well be suited these days to coming off the bench. And then, of course, you look at the possibility of Damian McKenzie coming back into the mix for the end-of-year tour. And you might have two similar players sitting on the bench. I don't know. But it's great to have that sort of depth, isn't it? And it's great to have that that kind of depth uh, and that brilliance. And uh, I, I don't mind uh, Bowden Barrett coming off the bench, providing, of course, he can stay on the field. Uh, Nisbo, let's look at um, uh, the front row. And you mentioned those, uh, those guys coming into Groot and, of course, Lomax. Where's the influence here, uh, in all honesty? Is this, I mean, Greg Feek's the scrum coach as such, but is is the adjacent Ryan influence in this as well? Yeah, there could be. Um, uh, it's, it's a bit hard, to, it's a bit early to tell, I think, really, because, you know, Jason Ryan's only been around for a couple of test matches. Um, but I think you have to give uh, credit to Greg Feek. I mean, they put together a pretty good scrum. They got shoved around a wee bit in, in the first test in South Africa, but they certainly were rock solid. In the second test, there's no doubt about that, and you know we've got some we've got some good depth in the propping area now. When you consider that um, you know um, Tuanga Fasi didn't actually go to South Africa, he wasn't there. You got Angus Tavau, of course, um, Fletcher Newell just had a, a bit of a, a, a quick run at Alice Park, but he's a player for the future. Um, I don't have too many concerns about our our front row. I mean. I was pretty nervous, and I think probably most All Black fans were pretty nervous going into Ellis Park because when you had Lomax, Tokiahu, and and De Groot, I think the combined number of starts that starts that these blokes had had, the three of them, was nine. Um, and to go to a place like Ellis Park against the Springboks, who, as I said earlier, pride themselves on their set pieces, it was a big risk. But um, by gee, it worked. But we now know, of course, that uh, Ian Foster is through to the uh, the next uh, World Cup. Of course, um, what about the playing side of things? Do we do we re- do we now suspect that all this playing group um, will be in the, in his sights there? I mean, is there anyone you think whose legs might not make it that far? Yeah, look, it's an interesting question. There are a few veterans around, aren't there? But um, you know, and we and we face this dilemma, and we have done through the years. Uh, the year before a World Cup, um, will this guy go the distance? And um, I think uh, the word these days is manage. They manage the, the amount of games that these guys play. Um, you know, when I'm talking veterans, I'm talking of Aaron Smith. I'm talking of Sam Whitelock. Uh, they, they are two that spring to mind. Dane Coles, who is part of the squad, of course. And I think his role largely these days is, is a wee bit like Kevin Mialamu in 2.15, you know, um, plays now and again, but is so valuable off the field as well as being on the field and on the training groups and and that sort of thing. So there are one or two guys who are um, you know uh, uh, probably um, a little bit past their very best, but I, I think I think that they will manage these guys. They're introducing a few new faces, and we saw that with Fletcher Newell, and there might be another couple coming before the World Cup. Who knows? But I think largely these are the guys you're going to see in France at the end of next year. Right. What are we expecting then from uh, Los Pumas? Uh, obviously, last week they were outstanding. Uh, the week before, sorry, 48-17. Uh, that's a drubbing of Australia, an absolute drubbing. So what are you, what are you expecting out of this, uh, this side? This, of course, includes Pablo Montera back in Christchurch. 
Yeah, look, I think they'll be pretty good. Um, I sort of watched those two test matches, and what impressed me was that they're actually giving the ball a bit of air. Now, in the past, of course, the Pumas have tended to have a big forward pack, very good at set pieces, and a guy like Nicolas Sanchez uh, kicking a lot, um, kicking well, but kicking a lot. But I just got the feeling that they were prepared to use the ball a bit more. Um, and this may well be the influence of Michael Checker, of course. I, I don't know. Uh, Checker's actually been around the Argentinian squad more than uh, just his uh, tenure as the coach. He's he spent a lot of time in Argentina. He's very good mates with Mario Ledesma, who he took over from. Um, and I think he sees potential in this team to actually use the ball a, a, a bit. And they scored some terrific tries. So I'd be disappointed if they went back to sort of type, which is in a big forward pack kicking uh, kicking at nine and ten. I. I think if they get the opportunity, we'll see them moving the ball around. But, of course, doing that, you create opportunities for the opposition and make mistakes, and the All Blacks are likely to pounce. So, look, I, I think they'll be highly competitive, probably in the first half. Maybe the All Blacks will pull away in the second half. But I think they're a good, worthy international opponent these days. And, of course, the All Blacks are not going to forget what happened on November the 14th, 2020, when they got beaten by Argentina 25-15, to 15. They were able to rectify that a week later in Newcastle by 38 points to nil. But nevertheless, uh, you know, being in that first all-black team, and there are eight of them starting tomorrow night, eight all-black starting who were in that starting, to being the first team to lose to Argentina, that's, um, that's a bit of a negative, and they'll have that in the back of their minds, I'm sure. On another issue, Nispo, uh, Tawera Kerbalo coming out and saying he has now got aspirations to play for Australia. They, they only have to ring him, he'll be there. Um, does that sit with you, well with you? I know uh, Ian Foster said it doesn't sit well with him. Um, what about you? Oh, yeah, look, I've got mixed feelings, really. Um, you know, I, I don't mind at all if, if guys like um, Malachi Fekitar and, and others go back and play for the Islands, um, you know, because um, that, that, I think, might, might be slightly different. I mean, I know he was born in Australia. I know he hasn't played for the All Blacks since 2017, um, I don't think he'd be anything like a current All Black, to be honest with you. I don't think he'd, he'd make the current All Black team. So, I it's one of those ones, Smithy. I don't really care very much. Okay, Nisbo, fair enough. Uh, well, we'll care about tomorrow night uh, when we assemble in uh, Christchurch over the weekend. Look forward to uh, uh, having a taste with you and uh, being on the sideline uh, supporting you in the commentary. So, uh, thanks very much for your time this morning. I look forward to this test match, actually. I, I don't quite know, personally, what's going to happen, and I, 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 I like that feel about it. So, Nisbo, thank you very much for your time this morning. Good idea, Smith. See you down there, mate. Yep. Yeah, cheers. Uh, Grant Nisbet there, of course. Uh, this guy's uh, number one caller of uh, rugby has been for decades, and we'll do a, a mighty fine job, of course, uh, tomorrow night. Well-researched as well. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.